The wilds of space, thrusting forth through the last grasping tendrils of Earth's gravitational pull, two rockets hurtle towards the moon. Greetings, Mr. Stegman. We appear to be as yet a few hours distant, sir. From the moon? Aye, sir. Scared, Mr. Stegman? I quake in me boots, sir. Captain Nash of the airship Feathered Beagle. What ho? And his crew. Hello! Speed their way to the lunar fortress of Baron Klaus von Grupp, tyrant of the skies. And now the moon. His robot assault squads primed and aimed at the Earth, von Grupp intends to sit out the coming war. And, following its end, to pummel the battered Earth with fresh invading forces. From the moon. I think that has been made abundantly clear. And that's why we're taking the fight to him. If Von Grip takes over the world, it's the end for folks like us. Men like Taggart, who could say boom before he could say daddy. Women like First Mate George, who was born with a silver wrench in her hand. And like Gulliver Nash, who would steal candy from a baby. Okay, that last one is untrue. Villains, wretches, scoundrels. The only hope for humanity is men like... Sky Pirates! I would not steal from a baby. I'm sorry. They got too into it. You were saying? I was saying that we're going to give Grupp what for. He must be stopped. Although he makes a mean rocket. He made several mean rockets. And aboard another one heading in the same direction is... (laughs) 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 There's no lightning in space. I don't care. Fritz Schickelgruber of the Luftwaffe, servant of the Reich, has also commandeered a vessel of von Grupp's to travel to the moon. Aside from his official duties to arrest von Grupp, Fritz's grudge is with Grupp's companion, Lady Magdalena. Yes. Remember how she shot me in the leg? Fritz, along with his companion, Augustus. Rather. And a small contingent of Nazi soldiers. Guten Tag! Bide their time patiently waiting to assault Grupp's moon fortress. I am so excited to visit the moon. I've never been, you know. You don't say. So nice to visit family. Magdalene will be so surprised to see me. That's putting it politely. And as all this goes on, as Augustus cleans his rifle... Actually, it's a stick. And as Taggart polishes his throwing knives... If you wipe him with chicken fat, they cut deeper. Von Grupp and Magdalena are blissfully unaware. Oh, goodness, that was fun. I think everyone should have a moon buggy. In the year 2000, everyone on the moon will have a moon buggy. One moon buggy per home. That'll be my slogan. Vote Grupp for first citizen, 1996. Klaus, we'll be dead then. Oh, ye of little faith. You do not doubt that I could build a moon fortress. I'm standing in it now. And you do not scoff at robots, do you? They bring me tea and cakes. And so you will think on a vitality serum as fantastical, beyond the realm of possibility entire, until you find yourself 90 years old and looking and feeling like 40. Oh. Why not 30? Well, because I'm not done with it yet. I can't believe you, Klaus. Is there anything you can't do? Abides a company of fools, mostly. Hey! Which is why I could only think of one person in all the world to bring with me to the moon. That started obnoxious, but ended up sweet. We try. (laughs) I don't really think you do. Well, that was unexpected. Grupp and Magdalena. Who'd have thunk it?
A smile crosses Magdalena's face and stays there. A photograph of that same smiling face hangs on a corkboard on Nash's moon rocket. A dart buries itself in Magdalena's features just above the sinus cavity. Isn't it hard to do that in low gravity? Good practice. It'll improve my aim. Georgina Purcell, first mate to Gulliver Nash, readies another dart for throwing at Magdalena's portrait. Yep. George isn't just out to save the world from robot invasion. You got that right. For the rocket thrusters propelling George forward seem dim and cold, matched against the seething furnace of her heart. A heart that burns hot with revenge. Ooh, I lost the sound of that. Care to do the recap? Magdalena's been doing wrong by my man. Being? Nash. He just don't know it yet, but I love him. Sorry, Lug. Magdalena had Nash chained and tortured, but perhaps worst of all, she proposed marriage to him. I know! The deepest cut of a cruel blade. You know, you should probably tell him soon. You think? It is the last episode. It is? Yeah. Oh, bollocks. Fine. Well, I'll get to that. For now, I practice my aim. You're doing pretty well. Yes, but I might only get the one... Shot. While George practices her aim, Captain Nash discusses tactics with his two robots. Digby, the proper gentleman bot, and Bladebot, whose function is... Self-explanatory. Bladebot, once the fearsome right hand of Von Grupp himself, was decapitated by Wilhelm, a member of Nash's crew. Say hello, Bladebot. Hello, Bladebot. Lately, Bladebot has been cheerful, almost sanguine. That means bloody. Yes, but who's blood? Who's indeed, Digby? I get the feeling that our little agreement with the Nazis will fall apart once we reach the moon. Yes, once they figure out that there's no moon treasure. Hey! It got us out of that scrape, didn't it? That is certainly true. But when Fritz finds out, he will be one... Don't say it! Sauerkraut. Oh. Sorry. But that's the situation. Stigman says we're an hour out. The moon looks tremendous up close. Oh, come here, boy. Admiral Nelson doesn't much care for space. Then we'll do what needs doing and go home. You've got a plan, then, have you? Have I ever, George? Hello, Wilhelm. The gates. The plan gates. But if we screw it up, we might all end up at the pearly gates. Uh, are you really going to keep doing that? I swear to you, George, I'll never stop. Ever? Ever. <sighs> now! <laughs> Bladebot has been kind enough to walk us through the fortress's layout, which goes as follows. This is the docking pad, and it's likely to be guarded. So we'll have to make our way in as delicately as possible. But it's doubtless will cause an alarm. You can see here the main control tower. Grupp is likely to hole up in there if things get dicey. That control tower connects to all of the robot rocket pods. Which is why, when we come in, we're going to be taking a little detour. But what about the Nazis? What if they get there first? Why, George, my dear. That's the very idea. And even as they speak, Nash signals Stegman in the engine room to cut forward thrust drastically. And soon, sure enough... The Nazi's rocket whooshes by. Inside, Augustus is pleased. <laughs> I say, what a top-hole show there. Look, Fritz, we're beating them. Oh, it's just like field day at Totally in the World. But Fritz is skeptical. I don't like it. I think something's up. But don't be such a stick in the mud, Fritz, old bean. Old stump. Old... Ow! Stop talking! <laughs> You're no fun at all.
Prepare for landing, everyone. The soldiers and their commander prepare to dock their vessel, guns at the ready. Prepare for company, gentlemen. I believe we are about to encounter a welcoming committee. The ship makes a solid connection with the airlock, and the Nazis pour out of it like milk from a glass. Milk in brown shirts. So like chocolate milk? Yes, chocolate milk with guns. Intruder, state your name and intent, or be harmed. Ich heiße Fritz and I intend to cause some trouble! Help. And sure enough, a troop of robots comes around the bend, summoned by the gunshot. Give them hell! Eat thick, you robotical thugdologers! Yeah! And the fight ensues that is so incredible, so tactically stunning, so thunderously entertaining, it cannot be accurately reproduced in radio. Oh, come on! Meanwhile, elsewhere in the fortress... Read me the next line, Magdalena. Cog of my heart. Pour rum over dried fruit and sugar mixture. Stir vigorously. Okay. Then what? Uh... Let's sit for six to eight weeks. Magnificent. We'll be just in time for the Christmas season. This shall be the finest fruitcake the moon has ever... You hear that, don't you? Is that gunfire? Sir, intruders, sir. They are well-armed, sir. I am slain, sir. Huh. Klaus, what are we going to do? We're going to the control tower. Come on. How are you always so calm? I wasn't expecting something like this to happen so quickly, but I was expecting it. Call me a pessimist, but we're prepared for this contingency. I'm not going to hide in the control tower. Where's my sword? Come on. But the fruitcake... Yeah, okay. The smoke clears on a battlefield littered with the dead and twitching. Men lie heaped atop broken robots like wet fruit on so much cereal. Walking down the passage are the only two survivors of the battle. That was awfully scary. Played like a proper commanding officer, Augustus. Excellent hiding. Thank you. The stick makes me invisible. Hmm. Yes. Come on, Augustus. We are going to make an arrest. Goody. Coming up on the doors to what can only be the control tower, Fritz nods to Augustus, who raises a booted foot and... <laughs> well, hello, Klaus. Hello, Fritz. How are you liking my moon fortress? I hate it. I like it. Maybe it could use a bit more accent. Maybe some topiary. You are under arrest, sir, for a breach of contract. You failed to provide the Reich with the lightning cannons you promised. You conducted illegal operations behind my back, and your accomplice here shot me in the leg. You were asking for it. That's as may be. You're both to come with me. Hands in the air! I think not, sir. No? You see these buttons. Each of them represents a rocket pod full of robot soldiers. A full battalion each, not a little garrison like the one your men fought and evidently were killed by. Each one of them is now pointed at Berlin. Take another step, and your capital city becomes my capital city. You wouldn't... You honestly doubt me after all this? After the robots and the moon fortress? You don't think I couldn't push one little button? 
You can't push any buttons if you're dead. And Fritz raises his Luger, his finger moving from the trigger guard to the trigger itself as... Oh! Unconscious! Appearing behind him, Gulliver Nash strikes him in the head with the haft of his saber. I think... Oh. Take that, thou bug-bollocking gunny-thunt! Do with our George, will ya? Nash! At your service, Maggie. Baron Von Grupp, I presume? Gulliver Nash. Uh, charmed. Grupp quietly begins to fumble with his pocket watch, and, opening it, he pushes a secret button. Somewhere, deep in the fortress, an emergency backup squadron begins to hum into activity. It will take them several minutes to reach the control tower. So, here we are, in my moon fortress. You and your little ragtag band of pirates, and me and my robot soldiers. It would appear you have the upper hand, sir. What do you want? I want you to stop. Stop what? All of it. This. This taking of the world stuff. It'll mean the end of the piracy business as we know it. So it is business you're afraid of losing? No, it's not business. It's the wind in your hair and the fire in your gut, Baron. That's what I don't want to lose. Chaos. Freedom. That's what piracy is. You are order and we are entropy. We exist to keep the skies open when no one else will do it. You know, I have a lot of money. I don't care. I could buy you off. That's not an option. Right, boys? Ah! I'll take the money. That's a no. Shut up, Fenwick. Just saying. Shame. Then I suppose I'll have to have you all killed. Oh, sure. Killed by who? By whom? Suck an egg, Baron. By my backup squad of robot soldiers, who should be along... Shortly. The tramp of robot feet echoes down the hall as Grupp's mechanical soldiers make their deadly way towards our heroes. Damn it! Nash considers his options and, thinking quickly, bolts across the room to the command console, grabs Von Grupp in a chokehold, and puts a sword to his neck. (gasps) Klaus! Magdalena draws her sword and points it at Nash. Now, Nash, you let him go, or I'll gut you. I really will. I, I believe it. And the robots draw up to the door of the control room, weapons at the ready. But Grupp manages to gasp out. Cease! Halt! I don't want any of you to fire so much as a pea shooter! No shots! The platoon stops dead. A crew of pirates in its path. Pirates armed to the teeth. I brought grenades! Make a move and your captain dies! Listen to the lady, Taggart. Listen to the crazy Nazi lady. Not a... Nazi! Well, <laughs> we appear to have reached a bit of an impasse. Well, there's a simple enough way out of this. If we just put our guns and swords down like reasonable people and maybe have a nice cup of... Does anyone else hear that slashing noise? Has anyone seen Bladebot? Like a grain thresher with legs, a whirlwind of blades makes its reaping way through the mass of robots. Bladebot is whole again. <laughs> Hi, everybody! I found my limbs! Taking momentary advantage of Magdalena's distracted state, George hefts her trusty spanner and... That felt good. With Magdalena out of the picture, Nash considers the man in the chokehold. Would it truly be within his character to take Grupp's life? To kill the man that has dogged him for so long? Yeah, and this one time, he blew up some yaks. And so, the question, to be merciful 
Or to kill Von Grupp and consign his remains to the chalky plains of the moon? Nah. Nash looks down at the console. A series of buttons, each with a corresponding label for a rocket. What are you looking at? With purpose, Nash throws Grupp aside and... <laughs> pushes all the buttons at once. What? What did you just do? You weren't expecting that, now were you? No! Neither was I. Do you have any idea what you've just done, you blundering lummox? I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, that I have just conquered Germany. But they're my robots! You built them, but who controls them? Hiya, Baron! Bladebot! Treason! That's Chancellor Bladebot to you, meatbag! What? Answer your own question, Nash. Who controls the robot? You. And who controls me? Damn it! You two-timing, backstabbing... I'm so proud of you. So, wait. Now what? I am in command now is what? This is my moon fortress. The robots here are my robots. And you people are going home. What about Germany? I guess I'll put it up for sale. Only the moon truly interests me, because it is the only place around here that humans haven't mucked up yet. I will rule this satellite as emperor. Call me Bladebot the First, the Beneficent. I thought you were just Chancellor. I got promoted. But Bladebot, I created you. And for that, I am very grateful. Would you and Magdalena like to stay on the moon with me? I mean, I would. Magda? I don't want to be without you now, Klaus. What? You and Grupp? Yeah. You move on fast. Well, excuse me. Who jilted who? Whom? Shut up, darling. Stepping out of the crowd, Magdalena's former husband, the Duke Wilhelm von Schwarzhofen, makes himself known. Magdalena? Wilhelm. Two things. Yes. For one, as you may have guessed... I'm not dead. I gathered. And for another, go for it. For Klaus? Yeah, he's a real winner. I'm joining up with Nash and the Beagle. You shall never see me again. Come on, Nash. Let's go home. You know, Baron, I've got quite a deal on some property if you're interested. I might be able to offer you a steep discount. We'll talk. And so, with Von Grupp's world conquest plan in shambles... Sort of. The heroes return to Earth in their ship. Sell the plane wreck, she says. Turn pirate, she says. Nash. Well, this is another fine mess you've gotten me into. I've gotten you into. Yes, if you hadn't taken the job from DuPont... Nash. We wouldn't have had to go through any of this in the first place. That's ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Do you like the way I saved the world? It was brilliant. You're wonderful. I love you. Now, really, George, please, please. Now, you... You what? Nash, I swear to God, if you don't kiss me right now, I will strangle you. Oh, wow. (sighs) I've been an idiot. You have. Didn't see what was right in front of me. Nope. I love you, too. And our heroes are homeward bound once more to a safe earth and a happy ending. An ending for men of honor, for women of gumption... For the free people of the air, an ending that is only a beginning, an ending for Sky!